Chapter 87 The Meeting with the Northwestern Saint Ira and Walter awoke. They were sharing a bench in the center of Northwestern Park. It was dawn. The entire park was empty besides one other person. At the center of the fountain was a hooded man sitting cross-legged on the pedestal, filling the space where the golden statue once resided. The water fountains around the pool slightly blocked the man from view. The two cousins looked at each other and neither said a word. Instinctively, they turned to look at the hooded man on the pedestal. Come over, the man said. The water jets around the pool faded into mist. Ira and Walter walked to the pool and took seats on the outer rim, facing the man. The man on the pedestal had a French press with three cups sitting next to him. He had a large burlap sack on the other side of him. Can I offer you any coffee? The man asked. They both nodded. The hooded man poured coffee into a cup and handed it to Ira and then he drained the rest from the French press and handed a cup to Walter. What about yourself? Walter asked. The third cup next to him was empty. You are kind, he replied, but I have had my coffee earlier this morning. Who are you? Walter asked. He took a sip. You're the warrior from earlier, Iris said with a steely gaze. You're the Northwestern Saint. Right you are. The man tossed back his hood and revealed a solid gold plate covering half of his face. I am your ancestor, Sir Malcolm Morgana. We meet at last. He pointed to the sack and asked, Would you care for any blueberries with your morning coffee? Ira and Walter shook their heads. You saved us, Walter asked, from that thing in Brigida. It all feels stronger than fiction, but I suppose it's been that way for a while now. I put a stop to your ancestors, Billy Morgana and Brigida, for they are my ancestors too. You opened quite the Pandora's box, Ira. Executors of crime and dark deeds are none too pleased when their evil is brought to light. Sunlight began to peek between the trees and danced on the saint's face. You must have known this when you embarked on your literary journey, Ira. I failed to anticipate the presence and opposition of my ancestors, Ira admitted, taking a quick sip of coffee. I was just doing what I thought was right. I was doing what I thought you wanted me to do. What else was I supposed to do when I discovered your journal entry? You did exactly what I had hoped a noble forebear would do, Sir Malcolm said with a smile. What about Brigida? Walter asked. At first she was confused, Sir Malcolm replied, and then intimidated. You and your friends are not to be underestimated, Walter. Neither is your courage and resilience to be underestimated. You struck fear and confusion into the thick of their efforts. 
Walter beamed with pride. So you all have come back from the dead? When each human dies, their soul ascends, and they are presented with a choice, he said solemnly. Eternity and nirvana, or second chance? Second chance is for only one earthly year, and then nothingness forever. You, Billy, and Brigida all chose second chance, Iris said breathlessly. Thank you for coming back to protect us, I mean, to carry us through. The Northwestern Saint smiled, more sunlight playing upon his face. It is I who should be thanking you. Billy and Brigida were among the other, and they are no more. I am among the other as well. In a few short moments, I shall be no more. Ira and Walter, you too are among the living. Be wise and faithful with the time that is given to you. Walter, heal from your brokenness. Ira, publish your novel. Let this all have not been in vain. Sir Malcolm reached for the burlap sack. It is finished. And with all conclusions and salvations, a lessening of burdens and a sacrifice for thanksgiving. He opened the burlap sack and dumped the entire collection of blueberries into the pool below him. Once he emptied the sack, he threw off his cloak. The rest of his face was now gold-plated, and signs of gold and glitter were beginning to work down his neck, chest, stomach, and legs. Close your eyes and be of good cheer, the Northwestern Saint said, fixing himself into a benevolent and tranquil position, for the Morganas have been absolved. The jets of running water jumped up and surrounded him. He remained still. Ira and Walter both closed their eyes. Walter opened his eyes and was lying in his bed in the empty house. Ira opened his eyes and was sitting on the couch in his high-rise apartment. The manuscript for Mad Book was resting on the coffee table.